0: So here we go. You better buckle up, Autocom! And a whole new (laughs) attitude to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome! Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have
1: a great show! That's right, we're coming to you live from the corner of 6th and Market, downtown Canton. 39 degrees. Are you still with me? Or did you get yourself put into that transfer portal?
2: No, no. I'm still with you. I have not transferred. I have not entered the portal. Uh, I do not believe I will be entering the portal, but I have 30 days to decide if I want to enter the draft portal.
1: Yesterday, in this
2: case, the uh, college football. Yesterday, uh, I
1: watched the uh, press conference with Ryan Day, and it's obvious that he really didn't have an idea that we we were going to hear this morning. First thing when you woke up was that Kyle McCord had put himself in for the transfer portal at Ohio State. We're going to get into that. We're going to talk Browns football and everything else. So I had Brian pull the audio, and we'll Ooh, hear it a okay. little bit later on during the program. I don't know if it, he was cut off guard by this, but to me, he sure didn't deliver a ringing endorsement to the incumbent, or we thought incumbent starting quarterback for the Ohio State Buckeyes. How could you,
2: JT? Seriously, I mean, you know, he if he's being honest... Games. If he's being honest with his, uh, you know, his entire team and not just worrying about one person, right? Mm -hmm. He had to say what he said as I read it. I'm curious to hear it. Um, He had to say what he said because in the biggest games, Kyle McCord struggled, right? The biggest games were what? Penn State and uh, Notre Dame and the Michigan game, right? He did not play well in all three of those. Yes, they won two, but offensively, he did not play well, especially uh, in the Michigan game where his mistakes were extremely
1: costly in the loss. Mm -hmm. Well, Down the stretch in Notre Dame, he wins that game, but we we also know this. You're talking about an offense that couldn't rush the ball for one yard either. There's a lot of blame to go around there. He's your starter. You win 10 games with him. He throws for over 3,000 yards. I forget how many touchdowns. We'll get into all those numbers. I don't think he's the greatest quarterback that we've ever seen at Ohio State, but I was a little bit shocked to find out that he put himself into the portal. Although, we do know they've got one of the highest recruited quarterbacks in the entire country, in Aaron Nolan, We heard that he was going to register for classes in January, and now this portal opens up, and you start looking who's going to be on the roof. I mean, when you see a job like Ohio State open up, and you're thinking about getting yourself into the portal, and you're a yeah. prolific passer, you got to be licking your chops. Let's go. Yeah, Absolutely. And
2: um, I, I looked it up, right? I, I went to ESPN Plus, did a story today, JT, on the best college football players in the
1: transfer portal, okay? What, well, hold on, Here, hold on. What? what time did this come out? Because I want to know, you know, during the time – it starts today. It goes through January yeah. 2nd. And, at, yes. you know, obviously they couldn't put in for it until it's official. So that was yeah. probably the crack of dawn on December 4th.
2: This story broke at 2.02 p.m. today. All right. Okay. So an hour uh, from an uh, hour before the show started, right. right? Number one, uh, here it is. I'll give you the top ten best college football players in the portal. Dylan Gabriel, quarterback from Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. 5'11", 204-pound senior quarterback. Cameron Ward, quarterback from Washington State. That's somebody definitely to keep an eye on uh, with the Buckeyes. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, he is number two. Riley Leonard, number three, quarterback from Duke, transferring mm-hmm. out. Notre Dame said to be the front runner for him. Dante Moore, another name to keep an eye on for Buckeye fans. Quarterback transferring from UCLA, top four. Number five, Will Howard, quarterback from Kansas State. And uh, no word yet on who the favorite is mm-hmm. to land him, but he's transferring. Then you have Joey Slackman, a defensive tackle from Penn. Okay, surprising. Uh, DJ Ugalele, quarterback, formerly of Clemson, this past year with Oregon State. Somebody to keep an eye on. Quarterback, number eight, best player in the portal, Grayson McCall from Coastal Carolina. Never heard of him, to be honest with you. But he's a quarterback. He's the number eight best player in the portal, according to ESPN+. Number nine best player, uh, Alan Heron, an offensive lineman. Okay? Number 10 best player, defensive tackle from Harvard, Thor Griffith is the 10th best player. Notice... Kyle McCord's name not mentioned in the top ten players. Where does he come in? He comes in at number 12, according Mm -hmm. to ESPN Plus, as the 12th best player Mm -hmm. in the transfer portal. So um, I've got to believe Ryan Day knew this was coming.
1: When it's over and done with, I think he'll be one of the top quarterbacks in the portal because you're not going to have that many going. I think what's interesting also of note is the fact that some of these guys, it's their second time in the transfer portal. So I went back and I wanted to look and I wanted to see how well an Ohio State offense did the first time we landed the all-star transfer, and that was Justin Fields back in 2019. His numbers look like this. He throws for over 3,000 yards, 41 passing touchdowns, they win the Big Ten, He has three interceptions and 484 yards rushing. The dude was a stud. So a couple of the names that you mentioned, obviously the kid from Oklahoma and the the Dylan Gabriel, he throws for 3,660 yards, 30 touchdowns. He's first team, all big 12. He leads the Sooners to a 10 win season and Cam Ward from Washington state. This might be the guy you want. If you want that mobile quarterback, 3,736 yards, 25 TDs, and he scores eight rushing touchdowns.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's something I want, I need if I'm Ryan Day to beat Michigan. And that's why I think, and we'll get to this, I think Alabama has a chance to beat them in the
1: playoffs because of Milro, who's a mobile quarterback who mm-hmm. could give them fits. Well, and that takes us into the CFP. And what'd yeah. you think of that over the weekend? Boy, we were looking at it from this had to happen for
2: Ohio State to get in. Well, that ended mm-hmm. quickly, so there mm-hmm. I, I dropped that rather quickly, right? Mm-hmm. Georgia, and, and this cost me some money uh, because I had Georgia winning it and I had uh, uh, Philadelphia winning it for a, a parlay to win some nice my. Well, Georgia gets beat by Alabama, and they don't make the play. They right. lose one game all mm-hmm. season to Alabama in the SEC championship. They get knocked out. Alabama gets in over undefeated FSU, Mm. and I have mixed emotions on this. Unfair that a team wins its conference championship, goes undefeated during the regular season Mm -hmm. in a Power 5 conference, but two things. It tells you what the committee thought of the ACC, mm-hmm. and it tells you what the committee thought of Florida State mm-hmm. down to their third-string quarterback. That's right. why they took Alabama a couple of over of the things there.
1: it shows me is there's absolutely parity in college football. The transfer portal makes it that way. First things first. Second thing is this, <laughs> and I don't know why it took me this long to figure this one out, and it's all over social media and it's all over the talk shows. If you've got Power Five, why would you only ever have four teams in a, in a playoff scenario? It should have been six. It could have been eight. We know we're not going to have to go through this any longer because next year it'll be 12 teams. And then the only person that will have a gripe would be whoever ends up at number 13. But are you really going to complain when you're the 13th best team in the country? The only thing that will change next year is if you decide to still have conference championship games, maybe you start jockeying around where you might want to land in a playoff scenario. And you start looking about, okay, here are the other teams. Hmm. If I'm Michigan in this Final Four this year, the last thing I think I want to do is be the number one team and have to face Alabama. I think you'd want to take on Texas or Washington. If you're, you know, this is no prize to be number one and take on number four. But the other thing is this, and it comes to mind, is you consider the Final Four when Ohio State made it in, and we made it in as the number four team. And I'm talking about the year they win it all. Right. Uh, They didn't. It's so unique when you consider how they must feel at florida state because the buckeyes get in florida state's undefeated they win their conference championship they don't get in but what's the similarity here they're on their third team quarterback but ohio state if you don't blow out wisconsin in the big 10 championship game that year they're not going in either yeah style points mattered right i you think had they to make really do and they kept telling us that it doesn't really matter they're not taking that under consideration I agree with you. They did take it under consideration, or like you said, they don't like the ACC. It's a basketball conference. Get out. And it's one of those conferences. Is that folding the ACC in
2: football? Are they, they? I mean, I, I, I haven't followed it closely. Hey. I don't know, but is that something that they're looking at and saying, okay, well, uh, and, and here's the thing, JT, all four of these teams will be in where? Either the SEC or the Big Ten next year with the new alignments. If
1: not, you might as well. What difference does it matter? It won't matter now anyway. It doesn't. It really won't matter moving forward right. because right. if you were that good and you were still undefeated next year, you're in. It, the weird thing is the movement of these teams. And I'll tell you another team that has a really big gripe. I think is Georgia. When, yeah. when you go from one to where did they where did they move them to? Six. six. You go from one to six because you lost a conference championship game by three. Is that fair? To Alabama,
2: I know, right? But hey, so that. That, that may have been saying, you know what, you won it two years in a row. We've seen enough of you. Let's mix this up. And how about, hey, Texas
1: needed to win convincingly over Oklahoma State to get in, but, and they did. But who's Oklahoma State is my point. See, so style points, you do consider them, but you don't consider them. I think the style points with Texas come in four months ago when they beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Well, they win big in their conference championship,
2: and then the team they beat ends up beating Georgia. So they they got a double bonus right over the weekend. They won their conference, and they did so convincingly Mm -hmm. with Quinn Ewers back, former Buckeye, uh, at quarterback, and you texted me his numbers. Um, And then Alabama goes out and Mm -hmm. beats Georgia. And all of a sudden, man, that that win over Alabama looks even better now, Mm -hmm. and we won our conference championship, and we beat them Mm -hmm. by three touchdowns or whatever it was to make a statement. So, hey, here's the thing. I feel bad for FSU, but – right. Uh, Somebody had to get left out, right? And like you said, next year, this won't be as big of a deal because we'll have 12 teams in. And the Buckeyes, had that been this year, they probably would have been one of those 12 teams.
1: We'll talk more about that with Tim May later on about 4 o'clock on the program. But other than that, over the weekend, including the Browns, here's some of the things you may have missed.
0: Did you miss again? Here are the weekend headlines that you have missed.
1: CFP comes out and the AP wire comes out and they rank the top teams in college football. CFP looks like this. Alabama 4, Texas 3, Washington 2, Michigan 1. AP line comes out. Florida State's at number 4, Texas at 3, Washington 2, Michigan at number 1. I think I had a way that they could have solved this. Don't come out with either until the season's over. Don't rank anyone and then just come out and say, here's who we believe are the top four teams. Then there's no argument. We don't yeah, have to worry but that about
2: takes anymore. away from the week-to-week uh, BS and talk and everything around the water cooler. If you
1: miss it, Buckeyes will play Missouri in the Cotton Bowl December 29th Ooh. in Dallas, but they'll be without Kyle McCord at quarterback. Also, Julian Flemmer, Fleming enters the transfer portal as well, and Ohio State already has as many players in the transfer portal this year as it did all of last season.
2: They have even more. The last, At last check, before we came on the air, I added a few more names. 12 in the transfer portal, JT, and Mayan Williams
1: going pro. Right. Mayan Williams enters. He declares himself for the NFL yep. draft. Thanks you for stealing my thunder. But, yes, there are a lot of guys that are going to be on the move, so it's going to be interesting when we hear from Ryan Day what he thinks about not only the transfer portal, but also questionable decisions that he may have made in the Michigan game. If you missed it, Obviously, everyone is throwing out the name Arch Manning, but he hasn't even, to my knowledge, entered the transfer portal yet at Texas. Could he be coming or on the move to Ohio State? We already mentioned a couple other names. Keep an eye out, one being uh, Cam Ward, formerly of Washington State, and I'm sure there will be a lot of other guys that you're going to put under contention to be the next quarterback of the Ohio State Buckeyes. I think
2: with Texas, real quick, JT, on uh, Arch Manning. If Texas wins it all and Quinn Ewers leads them to a, a you know national championship, he could turn pro, and that would open the door for Arch to stay. I think he's waiting it out.
1: I thought he had another year to go. Quinn Ewers, Quinn I thought Ewers? he had another year to go. Nope. This, he's able to leave after this year, yeah. Well, we'll figure that out. If you miss it, the Browns lose to the Rams 36-19, but the play of the game was this
2: fired to the receiver's leg hitting out of bounds, his butt cheek
1: hit <laughs> in As a result, it's a catch. Let him know, Hussey. And A first down.
2: Let's go. Okay. If you had, if you had butt cheek on your bingo card for the NFL on Fox today, congratulations.
1: Thanks, Mister Official. Yeah, about that butt cheek catch. We'll talk more about the Browns and Joe Flacco. I think the Browns finally found a quarterback. You look good. Maybe. He looked good. He can throw the ball. If you miss it, Cavaliers beat the Pistons in Detroit on Saturday. 110 to 101. Detroit has now lost 17 straight games. Yeah, I bet that one and got it right. How about that? Boy, that was a reach. How about this? If you miss it, Ohio State men's hoops. Seven and one. They've won six straight games, including eighty-four-seventy-four beat down the Golden Gophers yesterday at Columbus. You remember what that nickname is, don't you? The Golden Gophers? Yes. Minnesota. Goldie, the Golden Gopher. Do oh, you realize it. they're in first place of the Big Ten? They're ranked number 25. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Pump the brakes. <laughs> if you missed it, the baseball winter meetings are taking place. A lot of people speculating the Guardians trying to move Shane Bieber and maybe even Emmanuel Clase. Well, we'll see. I, I
2: know I tried to get us Stephen Boat, the manager of the uh, Guardians, on this week. Don't know if it's going to happen because of those meetings.
1: Got no problem with it if you can get a stick. Maybe a corner okay. outfielder. Yeah,
2: Class that's Class okay. A can we'll go, wait. too. <laughs>
1: if you missed it, top five movies at the box office over the weekend. Wish is at number five. Trolls at number four. Godzilla. Godzilla's back again. And at number three. Number two, The Hunger Games. And number one, Renaissance, a film by Beyoncé. It's a concert. If you knew they were going to make films of these concerts, Beyonce yeah. and Taylor Swift, would you have shelled out all that money to go see them live?
2: Yeah, there's still something about going live. Isn't there being in the first front row or first ten rows if you can? Yeah,
1: there's something called my my bank account. I think I'd <laughs> rather go to a movie and spend $20 on a box of popcorn instead of 400 on a concert ticket. If you missed it, high school football season is now officially in the books. Here's Brian with all seven division champions, high school football championships over the weekend, including the Maslin Tigers.
0: Right, and uh, real quick, I will wait and watch Led Zeppelin's The Song Remains the Same if I want to see a live concert. It's free, probably in the middle of the night. Division two: Maslin and Hoban. Of course, we know Maslin beat that, uh, beat Hoban 7-2. to two. Uh, well, The rest will go in the order they were played. Division six, uh, the top seed Kirtland beat Versailles 32 15. Division three, Toledo Central Catholic over Bishop Watterson 27 7. And the nightcap Friday, Division one, Lakewood St. Ed's wins another championship mm. as they beat Springfield 31 21. Who beat them? Maslin beat them. That's right. Uh, turning uh, the page to Saturday, the Division seven game we had here on WHBC in the morning. Maria Good. Stein, Marion, uh, too many names. Butch, uh, Nancy, local beat Doughton <laughs> thirty-eight to nothing. Oh, man, nah, man uh, they're dominant. Division five, Lake County Perry finished an undefeated season, beating Liberty Center twenty-one to fourteen. And close one. We finished things off in Division four. Coach Ginn and the Glenville Tarbladders put it to Kettering Alter. Thirty-eight to three, and then they shut out the lights for the high school football season.
1: Kenny, I watched that Glenville game. It was on TV where I worked uh, Saturday night. That's a scary team. That, there's some talent there at Glenville.
2: Well, there's a lot of people saying, "How are they only Division Four? Why aren't they Division Two yeah. or higher?" You know. Uh, so, but hey, uh, kudos to them. They go back to back. St. Ed's goes back to back. Back Mm -hmm. right yeah um and Toledo Central Catholic goes back to back with titles
1: more talent than I gave him credit for but I still believe there are too many divisions just my thoughts yeah Yeah. well I mean here's the thing
2: last year Toledo Central Catholic Division two they dropped down to Division three this year right last year Maria Marion Stein uh, Marion Cunningham local. Uh, was division mm-hmm. six this year they dropped down to division right. seven you know so i
1: it, it still confuses you the realize hell out. if glenville doesn't drop in division you might have two state champions from stark county i have to think the Kent south might have won at all
2: i agree with you i i re- and you know what i'm going to throw another team in there jt oh. Kirtland plays Central in Great. the second round, Fine. right? Yep. At least if Kirtland and Central aren't in the same bracket, they may have played for the state championship this year with Great Trucker point. squad. Uh, I, I got to believe Trucker, you know, uh, feels the same way. Unfortunately, he caught them in the second round.
1: Phone lines open on the Kenny and JT show. Give us a holler. We can talk Browns. We can talk high school. We can talk college. It's up to you. It's the Monday edition of the Kenny and JT show. The Roadman and
0: JT on 1480 WHBC.